Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Hey there, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show. That's me, Stephanie Stevens, and this is where I help you discover your voice and find your freedom. Thank you so, so much for allowing me to spend some of this sacred, precious time with you. I know that you have a lot of places that you could choose to spend your time, and the fact that you would bring me along into your day, whatever you're doing, well, it makes me feel good, and I really appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. So, who's responsible? Hmm, interesting question, isn't it? Who's responsible? So go ahead and think of any situation in your life that's bothering you. And when you ask yourself, who's responsible for this? You may find several different names pop up in your head, maybe (laughs) several faces, maybe circumstances, maybe circumstances that feel or look or sound like a bit of a circus in some cases. And you think, well, these people and those people and that three ring circus and this situation and all of these things, right? So just take an inventory, if you will, and just look to see what comes up when you ask yourself right now. Just take a situation that seems or feels problematic and ask yourself, who's responsible? So as we look at our landscape, and it really doesn't matter what arena in life you look in, it could be the economics, it could be the political landscape, it could be relationally, it could be financially, with a business, a career, we get the chance often to take inventory because stuff comes up all the time. And I have found that really good business owners, entrepreneurs, and those that are successful in any venture that they do, and for you, it may look like something completely different in this season of your life, but we all have stuff that comes up and we grow and succeed as we learn how to problem solve, right? The faster you can recover from an issue, the faster you can problem solve or remain solution oriented, the faster you'll excel. That's just the way it is. So I have a story for you. I first had this question posed to me when I was working with a coach. I've mentioned him before. I'll mention him again because I absolutely plan to have him as a guest on this podcast, John Bertruccio. And he's worked with companies around the country and uh, in leadership training and development. And we got connected through an organization that's really about self-governance. And we'll get into that in another episode for now. He offered to do some work with me uh, just because he sort of resonated with what I was doing in my business and some of the things I was actively involved in. So um, I had a situation that came up that really bothered me in my business, and it had to do with an employee. And the disaster that I found in my organization in certain arenas as a result of this person leaving and we had handed this person sort of the keys to the castle, right, to, to a certain degree, not financially or anything like that, but, but in terms of administration and organization and, and keeping ducks in a row, we had really come to rely on and trust this person. And this person had a pretty serious health-related issue that they had to take a significant amount of time to just kind of work on and heal. Um, It was not a short-term illness. It was something long-term that they were going to need to really spend time focused on. So as we were looking for a replacement, we just discovered things in shambles. I mean, 
shockingly so. And I was so frustrated because I knew that if we hadn't put certain things in place and implemented them, this was possible. I knew that we had handed this person way too much without holding this person accountable regularly. Um, and that stuff had gotten away from us. So in my frustration over this situation, I remember venting and blaming a whole bunch of people. And I'll never forget, John asked me, well, so yeah, who's responsible for this? To which I had a couple of really quick answers and names that went with the answers. Okay, the answers were names. They were people. So-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. And he said, why is that? And I said, because so-and-so never did this. I told so-and-so to do that, and they never did. I told so-and-so that if we didn't put this XYZ procedure policy in place, this was bound to happen. So here we are. I told you so, just like I knew it, blah, blah, blah. There was a slight pause, and he said, yeah, so who's responsible? And I thought, okay, this is obviously a trick question. Okay, he's going somewhere here. Uh, gave it a pause, thought about it, and I named one person. I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and blame so-and-so. Because, again, if we would have just simply XYZ, then ABC wouldn't have happened. Pause one more time. He comes back around with a one-two punch. I guess this was the third. Maybe this was a, an axe kick to the top of the head. I'm not sure what this would be, but this was the, the third attempt. And he said... Yeah. So who's responsible, Stephanie? And when he said that, it became very clear what he was getting at. And as I sat there, I started to become a little bit emotional. And I could kind of feel the emotion welling up in my chest a little bit. And I could feel a tear uh, stinging the corner of my eye. And I thought to myself, the hell, if I'm going to start crying on this call with this guy, it's not happening, pull it together. You know, I'm just trying to whew, reel it in and be diplomatic here and be willing to take feedback and all of those professional things. And so as I sat there and I thought about it, the realization really hit me and it hit me hard. And so my honest answer was, because I knew this was what he was looking for, but it was true. The answer was, I am. I am, right? To which he said, well, you tell me, are you? Who makes the hiring decisions? Who makes the firing decisions? Who puts into practice the policies and procedures? And once those are put in place, who follows up? Who follows through and circles back around and makes sure everything is happening the way it should be? Who, who ultimately does that? Who's supposed to do that? Well, that would be me. So... It was an incredibly impactful lesson in it. It caused emotion in me. And as you know, anytime something really resonates with us and it creates a real change, it's because there was an emotion attached to the event. And this, in this case, there was very clearly an emotion attached to me having for once to take total responsibility for a situation, no excuses, no placating, no sort of, you know, diversions, no, um, no transferring that blame onto anybody else. It wasn't going to be an option here. And I knew it. And so I really had to unpack that. And as I did, I started to embrace it. 
And I'm telling you what, from that moment on, I think I've used that question on so many people when blame shifting starts happening in any organization, including mine. Um, ultimately, the buck stops right here. If I own the company, then the buck stops with me ultimately. I don't want to be involved in the day-to-day mishmash. I did that for a long time. I'm in a place where we're working on expansion and vision and things like that. Can't be in the weeds every day. But at the end of the day, the buck stops with me. The same is true in every single area of our lives. Let that sink in for just a second because I tell you what, if I, when I started to take an inventory of every area of my life, let's take a look at relationships. Let's take a look at my pathway with my kids. Did I make the right decisions over the course of time? Ultimately, what can I, not what do I have to, what can I take responsibility for? Because my friend, the minute you take responsibility, bam, the minute everything shifts, that is where your power lies. The power lies in putting voice to truth in you taking responsibility for whatever area of life is not going the way you wish it were going now. Now, this is important. I want you to hear me on this because there's a very important statement I'm going to make now, and that is in regards to being truly victimized, being the victim of a violent crime, being victim of any kind of crime, uh, being trespassed against is not your fault. You didn't ask for it. What you do hold the key to is your response. Beyond the reaction, you're still responsible for the response, the recourse. And that may look like a myriad of things. But at the end of the day, if we consistently blame shift, which I was doing, I was looking around me almost like in a circle, just da, 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 da. who can I inventory, who can I blame, who can I blame shift? And just so that I didn't have to take responsibility because I was so upset at the way things had sort of devolved in this arena, I, I just didn't want to own it. I didn't want to. It was a failure. But I'm telling you, once I did, it felt so empowering. It felt so good. And then I kind of took off with it. And, and as I said, I, I inventoried other areas of my life. And it was quite sobering to remember back to situations that I felt incredibly hurt in. And at the end of the day, wait a minute. Who is responsible? Who is responsible for teaching that person how to treat me? Me. Who is responsible for how that work situation played out, that career decision, that you put a label on it, fill in that blank. Who is responsible? So the more you can take responsibility, the more power you have toward what? Change. Because when you take responsibility, you immediately shift into a mindset of becoming solution driven. So what's the solution? That's the next question. Who is responsible? If you find out it's you, your next question is so easy and it's actually kind of fun. Cool. So what's the, what's the solution? How can we begin to solve this problem? And how can we prevent it from happening again if it's possible? If it's possible to prevent what's step one, two, and three to prevent it from happening again? What fail-safes will we put in place? What policies and procedures will we put in place? Whew, and that is some freedom. Being able to take responsibility is freedom. You know why? Because it's just so darn humbling. It, just, it feels good. 
And when you start taking responsibility for stuff and other people see you, they start finding the freedom to do it as well. And then shoot, I mean, what if everybody starts taking responsibility for their own crap? Uh, what kind of world would this be if that happened, right? Talk about a shift of paradigm. So my invitation to you today, my dear friend, is just pick an area of your life that's bothering you, problematic. Maybe you're not where you want to be. Maybe it's a situation that's causing some type of irritation. Just simply ask yourself that first question. Who is responsible for this? What's the practice? Take a deep breath. Give it a minute. You got to process that energy. You got to give it space for your body, your emotions, your mind, your unconscious and your conscious minds to begin to find the answer. Anytime you ask your mind a question, it will find the answer. Let it. Once you find the answer, go ahead and ask the follow-up. Okay, I'm responsible, if that's the case. Now here's how I'm responsible. And powerful question, what's the solution? How do we make gains toward changing this and preventing this thing from happening again in light of wanting this other thing instead? Right? How can we move toward more organization, more accountability, structure, efficiency? How can we? And again, I promise you, there's transdermal search that your brain engages when you ask it a question. It has no choice but to begin to search for the answer. That's when wisdom and enlightenment come. And it will shift and change any area of your life. And it is your way, my friend, of communicating with yourself first and others. Thanks again for listening. I so appreciate your time. It's wonderful to connect with you. And have a wonderful, beautiful, and empowered rest of your day. Hey, don't forget, if you'd be so kind, please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you wouldn't mind rating the podcast, that actually helps because it lets other incredible people like you know that we're here having this conversation, growing and learning and expanding together. Thanks again. See you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.